is a metaphysical lesson. Mary was not one person who lived 2,000 years ago. We are all that. We all have the future of the world inside of us. We all get to make decisions about who and what we will be. And so in this season of Advent, that's what we are celebrating, the blessing in our souls and the future of the world inside of all of us because we are all pregnant. <laughs> with something. <laughs> We're all pregnant with tomorrow. We're all pregnant with next year. We all have this inside of us. And so Mary is not some ancient person. Mary is us. We are walking that journey. We are all of those. We are Mary, we are Joseph, we are the baby Jesus. We are all of the people in the Christmas story. And there's beauty in every one of them. But as we talk about Advent this year, we use that word a lot. I don't know if you know what it means. Um, but it simply means coming. It means the arrival of a notable person, thing, or event. From the Latin, it means rise or development, or approach, a nearing, an advance, a coming. In a traditional church, it's the first season of the Christian year, the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. Hope, peace, love, and joy. All things we want to be more full of. So, Meister Eckhart says, and I just love this, he's a 12th? century, I think, German mystic, who um, was almost burned at the stake, but he, last minute he got a reprieve. Um, he, because he said, what does God do all day long? God gives birth. From all eternity, God lies on maternity bed, giving birth. Yeah, he was a monk. You can imagine how well that went down. But he was right. Creation is not something that happened. Creation is something that is happening. We are in process. We are in progress. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We are a process. We're not an end. We are a means. And I don't think there is an end, because that's what eternity means. <laughs> maybe an end to our human bodies. Maybe an end even to this earth. But there is no end. And if you can take in even the tiniest bit of the realization of who you really are, birthless, deathless, entirely free. Birthless, deathless, entirely free. Can you feel that? Say it with me. Birthless, deathless, entirely free. And then breathe. So this week of Advent, we talk about hope, that coming, the glimpse of new possibility. That's what hope is, the belief that something could be different from how it is. And then what we do is we put our faith behind that. We affirm that that something good is happening. It may not happen in the way we picture it, but something good is happening. And at its best, hope inspires us to do something different if what we're doing isn't working for us. That's what it's about. And that's what Advent is about. Now, in the, in the traditional church, they talk about the hope, 
the peace, the love, the joy, and then we get to Christ's birth. We don't have to wait. We don't have to wait. The Advent is in us. Christ's spirit is already here, always has been, always will be. So what? how do we near it? How do we approach it? How do we come forth into it? That's the preparation of Advent that I believe in. And it's a beautiful opportunity. And I know Christmas is very um, fraught. <laughs> I like that word. And it can be very anxiety-producing. But when we look at it from a spiritual perspective, it is a, a, an amazingly beautiful opportunity to take stock of where we are, of where we're going, of what we want, and of how to be present to that. Because what we want, where we're going, and who we are, are already here. We make ourselves present to it. It does not present itself to us, if that makes sense to you. So hope and faith are on a continuum at all times. You know, sometimes we hope for something, and we don't really believe it's going to happen. And sometimes we hope for something, and we do believe it's going to happen. We go back and forth. And that's okay. Human, the, the very nature of being human is that we live in dichotomy. We live in dualism. We believe in bad and good. We, we believe in abundance. I live an abundant life. And yet, when the electricity bill comes in and there's not that much in my bank account, then I can get really, really fearful. Even though I say I believe in abundant life. Does that mean I don't believe in abundant life? No, I do. And I'm human. And so, rather than letting my humanness, my human fear, inform my higher self, something really to be afraid of here, I choose to let my higher self inform my human when I remember to. It's okay. You've always been okay. As a friend of mine says, God probably didn't carry you this far just to drop you on your head. <laughs> It'll always be okay. And it will be okay in a way that you can't even imagine. It'll be more than okay. So we experience hope, and then we turn hope into faith by experiencing a deep inner knowing. I'm going to be all right. I may squawk and complain and carry on and vent, but underneath that I know I'm all right. I know I am. And so having that, that inner knowing going into the Advent season, we are prepared for the wonders that await us, the wonders of peace and love and joy, and the wonders of family and friends. And if we choose to do it from a spiritual perspective, whatever we do, I always tell my, my family, because we have three kids, seven grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Yeah. It's a lot of people. And I always tell them, I, um, Mindy gives presents. She doesn't fill orders. <laughs> you do it from inside of you. Gifts come from inside of you, not from something out there that you feel like you have to respond to now. If the gift is freely given, then the anxiety is gone from it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So we get to approach 
This Advent season, we get to approach Christmas from a completely different direction if we want to. And so I make a little acronym, so I'm going to share it with you. First of all, pray. And when you pray, I call it get pre-prayer. Pre-prayer. <laughs> pray when things aren't going wrong so that when things do go wrong, you'll remember to pray. And note what your anxieties are. What am I anxious about? Let's take that into prayer. Question your beliefs, as we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. Question your beliefs. I have to do so-and-so. Is that true? Is it really true? Or is that something someone else or I myself have put on me? And then find the freedom. As when in prayer, you are able to get answers. And then here, rest. Rest. And this one I had to put in for me because I forget to rest. I forget. Sometimes I don't even know how. Aaron came over and helped me with Thanksgiving dinner. We cooked all, we cooked Wednesday and then we cooked all day Thursday. And she was like, we're ahead of schedule, Mom. You can sit down. And I'm like, but I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm not good at sitting down and not doing something. I am, I am working on that. Rest. Rest your mind. Let those anxieties go. Rest your emotions. You could get all upset about everything, but you don't have to. Rest your body. Be aware of the shoulds in your head. And then edify. Now you've heard the expression garbage in, garbage out. I will say spirit in, spirit out. Beauty in, beauty out. Gratitude in, gratitude out. What we consume is what we will end up giving out to the world. So what are you consuming? Are you consuming acres of bad news and then coming to church on Sunday, one day a week, to remember who you are? Or can you look at those acres of bad news with the knowledge of who you are and how this is all made-up stuff? It's temporary. It has no power to touch the spirit of anyone ever. No power. So maybe you'll consume all that news and say, oh, okay, I see, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I, you don't have power over me. The power is within me. If I want to do something to change, then I can. But the power is within me, not out there. Or you might just find that you feel so powerful, you can just stop watching the news altogether. Beauty and goodness in, beauty and goodness out. Treat yourself to beauty. If nature does it for you, go out in nature. If decorating does it for you, decorate. Thanks to Bob and Jay and Jerry and Pam, who made all of this beautiful stuff that you see around us. Yes. Lights, Christmas lights make me so happy. Mm -hmm. They just make me really happy. So enjoy what there is to enjoy. If it's food that you enjoy, some particular Christmas thing, then enjoy it. Don't, if you're
not enjoy it, then enjoy it. Don't eat it and beat yourself up for it the whole time. I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating this. Because then you've eaten it, but you haven't even enjoyed it. Yeah. Don't forget. Beauty in, beauty out. Permit. So you have permission to do it however you want to. If you need permission from me, I give you permission. But the truth is, you have your permission. You just have to get it, right? You have your permission to do it however you want to do it. And that's Christmas, but it's also today and tomorrow and this hour and this minute, one day at a time. You have your permission to do it differently if you so desire. And then accept and allow whatever happens, whatever is. Don't fight with it. Oh, I wish it hadn't been this way. Well, but it is, so don't use your energy on that. And allow other people to have their experience of it. You don't have to convince them to come over to your way of doing things. Allow it. It's an amazing thing when you can open up and let everybody just be who they are without having a commentary in your head. He should, she should talk less loudly. He should do, you know, whatever it is. These people should, 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 should. They should have come earlier. They should have come later. They should have come on time. They should have. Whatever your shoulds are. And the I shoulds, too. Allow. Allow everybody to be exactly who they are. Have no expectations otherwise. And keep the focus on your business. Because there's other people's business, and there's God's business, and there's our business. And the only business we really have control over is our business. So we accept and allow, and then we release what doesn't serve us. You know, there's a, a book about the magic of tidying, where people are encouraged to pick up objects in their house and hold it to their heart and say, does this bring me joy? And if it doesn't bring them joy, they're to release it. Can you imagine going through your house and only keeping the objects that bring you joy? I have not done that. I live without crap. And lots of things bring in joy. But what if you approach Christmas season with only doing, having, bringing, giving that which brings you joy? What if you only go to the places that bring you joy? What if you decide to be joyous no matter where you are? Hmm. Enjoy everything as a blessing. Release what doesn't serve. And then enjoy the blessings that follow when you are open enough to allow other people. Then you are suddenly open enough to allow yourself to receive gifts beyond your imagination. This is my experience. Why don't I do it all the time? I don't know. I'm human. But this is my experience when I'm truly at that place of openness and allowing everyone, then magically I allow myself to, and I enjoy more. And then delight in what it is, what's to come. Delight in it. Say thanks for it. Know it. Right? So many things, we walk through our day and we don't even notice. We don't even know what it is that's happening. And I, um, partly because of the study that I was doing to prepare for the last few weeks of, um, of sermons, I've really 
then keeping that in mind, what, what is there here? There is so much more beauty than I notice. And so if I want more beauty in my life, I don't have to do anything different. I just have to notice what's already there. What's already there. So all of that spells prepared. If you want to prepare for the advent of the Spirit. And I would say that what we do here in New Thought is we prepare for the coming of the renewal of Spirit. Spirit didn't go anywhere, it's not being born, didn't die, but we can have a renewing of spirit. And that's what the Christmas season means to me, is that I get to experience it as new, if I choose to. And I get to experience myself as a new being, not held down by the ghosts of Christmas past. Or Christmas future, paying attention to Christmas present. You have to be present, or you don't get a present. It's a quote of Dr. Seuss there. <laughs> if you want a present, be present. Yeah. You think you can do that? Yeah. yeah. Approach. Don't think of Christmas as approaching you and overwhelming you, but think of yourself as approaching Christmas in your way, with your spirit and your arms and your heart wide open. Merry Advent season. Thank you. So let's take that into meditation. Accept. 
to the degree that you desire to. Thank you.